Welcome to the Chatham County Schools Notebook. I'm John McCann, Public Relations Coordinator for Chatham County Schools. And word on the street is that the Jordan Matthews Jets will not field a football team this season. And I'm saying to myself, well, athletes are exercising more and more power these days, but I can't say I've ever heard of high school free agency. And besides, Jordan Matthews just announced Sam Spencer as a new football coach. And listen, I don't traffic in rumors, so I'm here to clear up all of that confusion by sitting with Melody Dark. Melody Dark, thank you for joining me on the show. Thank you for having me. Melody Dark is the director of athletics for Jordan Matthews High School. In other words, if anybody knows whether or not Jordan Matthews will field a football team, it's her. So, Ms. Dark, will there be any Jets under the Friday Night Lights this season? Most definitely. Um, we have had some good numbers so far for our summer workouts. And one of the things that we want to um, reiterate is that football is still something that our community uh, appreciates. And we want to make sure that we have young men and, and young ladies that are coming up in our program who are not only learning the sport, but just learning about life. So football is alive and well at Jordan Matthews High School. So where's all this talk coming from that you guys don't have a football team? Well, I think some of that may be coming from how our numbers have declined over the past few years. Um, you know, currently we do not necessarily have a JV program right now, but that's a vision that we have for the future. Um, and again, just those numbers have been declining. Uh, we don't have middle school football and that age group is no longer in our rec program as far as having the kids having the opportunity to play at that level. Um, so that may be where that's coming from. It could be because we just have people that don't want to see us succeed. Um, but we're obviously going to keep on the journey. You know, it's, it's about perseverance. And we have kids and a head football coach that wants to persevere and to do good things in our community. No JV program, kind of hard to build a program like that. Hard to win. Can't be necessarily good for wins, but we're seeing this trend across the state. Um, even in our own conference, we've had um, an additional or one team aside from myself that no longer has JV football. Um, the advantage is, is that allows you to really groom the kids how you want to groom them as far as student athletes. Um, myself being a JV basketball, uh, basketball coach in the past, even your translation from JV to varsity, you had fewer and fewer players who would go from JV to varsity. But if you're grooming them in that varsity program, they're going to be ready for that success maybe in one or two years. They're already acclimated to the system. They're already acclimated to the coaching staff, even to the, uh, their, their teammates. And so I think once they have those intense practices at the varsity level, that only translates to success and wins in the future. What are those numbers looking like for you? Because August 1st will be here before you know it. True. Uh, so first of all, I got the rumor that we only had four guys who were coming to workouts. So I quickly emailed the, the person back and gave them the feedback. Well, we just had 29 in our weight room who were really putting in some work um, and also uh, going out to the field and, you know, doing routes and things of that nature. So right now we're sitting on 29. So our goal is to, uh, once school, the school year starts, that we'll end up maybe having a JV team by the time conference starts. Because, uh, you know, you have those really those four non-conference games before um, the season really begins uh, or the conference schedule really begins. And that's kind of our vision and our goal. You know, we want to get our numbers up. That's kind of our number one priority right now. Um, and then once we get those numbers, it's time to teach. And it's time to really get into coaching. Your new coach, Sam Spencer, why is he the guy? Well, uh, Coach Spencer was in our program last year. Um, so he knows exactly what type of situation he's getting into. And he was very, very eager 
to get his hands on the program in order to grow numbers and to help our community. Um, Sam has been in, our, been in our community actually for a while and not sure if anyone ever notices, but he's constantly at certain events. And so he wants to be visible. He wants people to have, um, you know, that, that positive, I guess, expectation or, or, you know, just see our program in a positive way. And so that's something that is his vision. You know, he's a very community person. He, he wants the community not to only be involved, but our kids to also be involved in the community. Um, so with him, we just think we made the right choice. The way I understand it, once upon a time, Jordan Matthews used to have some good football. Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, even, you know, I was here from 94 to 98, and, you know, we had some fabulous football players here at that time. And I still think we have those. Um, it's just really teaching them what the game is supposed to look like. Um, unfortunately, we have numerous uh, young athletes that come into our program that don't really understand or know the game of football. But if you have that teaching in place, um, I still think we can have maybe not the same outcomes that we had in the past, but at least similar, something comparable to what we have right now. Ms. Dark, you've talked in the past about restoring the glory days of Jordan Matthews football. So here you are with a new coach. And already there's some naysayers in the community doubting what's going on here. Seems like a lot of pressure to put on him as that new coach. And, and you as, in, as a director of athletics, seems like there's pressure on you to try to turn this thing around. Well, I think it's just a collaborative effort. So it's not just on my shoulders or Coach Spencer's shoulders. Um, we're sharing the weight. And I think both of us see that weight as, um, as excitement and challenge. Because, you know, you want to be able to have your naysayers, your motivation, to prove them wrong. And that's exactly what we want to do here. Coach Spencer is, is, is very excited and motivated by the program, especially having the numbers that we've had so far, which, you know, 29 guys in the summer, that's, that's a lot for us, especially since I've been the athletic director here. But he knows that I'm going to always be his bigger supporter, and I'm going to do as much as I can to help him um, so the program can see its own success. I know we often talk about the glory days of the past, but we have to take ownership of our own success. It's not necessarily living off the success in the past. We want to use that as maybe a model or a foundation, but we also have to set our own footsteps. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty sure, and I'm hoping Coach Spencer really understands that us as a staff and myself as the athletic director, that we are really going to support the whole program and him 110%. And so even though we have these naysayers, we're still going to persevere because that's the key. Um, and that's easily relatable to our student athletes in persevering. Hey, guys, you have these people who are, who are figuring we are not going to be this, but let's be that. Let's not be this, but let's be that. Let's be different. Well, strike that balance for me because, you know, for sure winning has amazing healing powers, and, and that would be a great thing. But, but our primary mission here at Jordan Matthews is educating students. So how, as an athletics director, how are you going to balance, man, we got to turn this program around, but hey, Mr. Creighton is counting on me, the principal Trip Creighton, is counting on me to make sure these athletes are getting it done in the classroom. And that's where you utilize your coaching staff. So once our coaching staff is solidified, um, and being that there are six or seven of them, that allows them to kind of create that balance. So in practices, in film, and prior to practices, they're emphasizing those structures of discipline. You know, you have to be disciplined in the classroom before you can be disciplined on the field. Because if your, your grades aren't high enough, or if you constantly are missing class, you're tardy, then 
that should directly relate to what happens on the field. You know, your timing of your block. Is the timing correct? When it comes to the snap, the snap count, it's about discipline. So that discipline that we're instilling in our classroom should easily translate to what happens on the field. And so we're hoping that our coaches will be able to create that balance where, yes, their whole their whole focus is to not only raise numbers to uh, to build a successful program, but also to help enhance successful citizens, because eventually that's where they're going to be. They're they're citizens currently, but they're going to leave high school one day. So we want them to be productive. We want them to be uh, contributors to our society. So how are we going to do that? And I think that's where our, our coaching um, that that balance comes into place, that they share um, the responsibility. It's not just a head coach's job. It's not just Mr. Creighton's job. It's not just my job. It's all of our jobs to do that. Were you liking what you were seeing last season in the stands? In the stands, I can say that from the support that we had in the stands, it was it could have been better, just like anything else. Um, nothing is 100%. Nothing is um, is perfect. Um, and I think we all have room for improvement, not just from our supporter standpoint, but even as coaches, even as an athletic director. You know, I'm constantly looking for feedback on how I can become a better athletic director and support our coaches and support our school and student athletes. So I think everything has a room to grow, but everyone has to be willing to grow. So what, what I'm hoping is as our program continues to grow, that support, that positive support will continue to grow as well. The program certainly got a boost uh, last year when the Carolina Panthers stopped through. Do you mind uh, reminding us of what that was about and what folks in the stands can expect to see in that regard this season? Yeah, sure. So um, it was a, a grant from Blue Cross Blue Shield and the Carolina Panthers. It was a um, helmet equipment grant. And so we received 12 Speed Flex helmets, courtesy of their donation to, uh, I think they chose a, a school out of each classification. You know, the good thing is the helmets are in. We're just waiting to go pick them up. And one of the things that I said last year is that, okay, we're preparing for rain. That's, that's one of the one things that I said um, because I feel that the program is going to grow. So why not prepare for the growth? And that's where those helmets were coming in, not only to prepare for that growth, because only like right now, we had to discard 14 helmets because I think after 10 years, you can't use them anymore. So they aged out. So they left us with 30, maybe 36 helmets. We only have six left. That's how many we passed out so far for workouts. So, you know, those 12 are going to come in handy and we may need additional helmets. Who knows? You know, so just just making those preparations. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that the kids see and the community see and the coaches see that we still care about football here. You know, we care about all of our student athletes. Um, we just hope that the community has the same feelings about what football is here at Jordan Matthews High School. And I think having, having those helmets was just that motivation for them to continue in this football journey. Well, Mr. Ark, thank you so much for your time, man. You keep on running your program. All right, Ms. McCann, thank you. Jets on three, Jets on three. One, two, three, Jets!